Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. This is a pod for looking in the mirror of scripture each day, seeing our imperfect selves and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Sometimes Jesus told his followers not to fear and he gave them reasons. Other times he told them not to fear and he showed them reasons. He showed them something and told them not to fear as a result of what they had seen. Today, some of Jesus' disciples see a glimpse of his glory and the level Jesus really belongs on. And that glimpse behind the curtain then is concluded with rise and have no fear. Let's look at Matthew 17, beginning in verse 1. And after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, and one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He was still speaking when, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and have no fear. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. I used to play basketball a long time ago with some guys in our church, and one of them used to be a really, really good college basketball player. He was, is very, very talented. Most of the time, he, when we'd play at the church, he was just sort of on cruise control, messing with us, playing passively. But every once in a while, he'd make a move or he'd do something that reminded us, oh, he's actually on another level. Just a quick burst of athleticism, not to show off, not intended to show off, but simply because he could, doing something just because he was capable of it. And we all kind of just look around and laugh and remember our place and gain some perspective. Jesus transfigured shines like the sun. He hangs out with Moses and Elijah, just a glimpse of who Jesus really is. Let's not forget, he was human, but he was God, where he really belongs. And, and what's the result of understanding that he is God and understanding where he belongs? Verse 7, rise and have no fear. We recently talked with students about Romans chapter 8 and the second half of Romans chapter 8. Paul asks several rhetorical questions to remind the church of their place. Verse 31, he says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Verse 32, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? 33, Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? 34, Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Tribulations or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Verse 37, important reminder, we are more than conquerors in Christ. What does that all mean? It means that Jesus changes things. Who Jesus is and remembering who Jesus is changes things changes how we experience the world around us. Rise and do not fear, not because of who you are, again, not because you're amazing, as I said yesterday, but because he is amazing. He is God with us. Today, 
Remember Jesus said in Matthew 28, Behold, I am with you always. Having remembered who Jesus is and that he is with you always, today I ask you, in what context, what could you possibly have to fear? I know that's easier to know in your head than it is to believe in your heart, and it's easier to believe in your heart than it is to live through your hands and feet. But that perspective, that worldview with Jesus Christ as our daily companion has the potential to radically change your life. So today I have a challenge for you. I have something to ask. Would you please write out Romans 8.31? Write out Romans 8.31 and write out the second half of Matthew 28.20. Somewhere that you're going to see it. Maybe you just put it as a reminder in your phone or on a post-it note on your desk. If God is for us, who can be against us? And behold, I am with you always. What might those reminders do for your day-to-day life? Let me pray for you. God, thank you. Thank you for being with us. We don't need to fear because you are with us and only because you are with us. Lord, help us to live actively, outwardly, as someone who has the creator of the universe with us. Help us to live differently, understanding who you really are. Sometimes we take you for granted as our father and our friend. And we forget that you are also the all-powerful creator of the universe. Lord, put our relationship back in perspective. Help us to remember who you are. Help us to understand who you are. Lord, that we would live differently because of you. God, thank you for being with us. Thank you for walking with us. Thank you for not abandoning us when we rebel, when we disobey. God, thank you. Prepare us for the challenges ahead. Prepare us for the times that the the enemy in the world would seek to separate us from that truth, would seek to blind us to that truth. Lord, show us how to live as people who are accompanied every day by the creator of the universe. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen, I know that's all easier said than done. I understand. trying to get better every day. But I hope that writing those scriptures out, I hope putting them somewhere that you're going to see them, is helpful to you. Thanks for listening. I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. Have a great day.